I'm joking about, but I really feel I've got a heavy message. <laughs> God is re- releasing his government into the earth. And when I came here, I was praying about what to speak on. And I really felt strongly to speak on what is called the Bet Din and the Bench of Three. Who has heard of that and who hasn't? <laughs> that was a bit confusing. <laughs> who hasn't heard of it? The Bench of Three. And the, it's called the Bet Din. So everybody here has heard of it. Okay. You soon will. It's about government. God is beginning to release government in earth. I've got quite a lot of stuff to go through, so please bear with me. But I'm telling you, God wants to land something in this nation. And when I spoke to Pauline about this, she had felt the exact same thing. And it's about God's government coming to the earth. So when I'm speaking about this, I'm giving definitions about what this means. But I'm not just talking about it from an academic point of view. I'm talking about what God is about to release in the earth and what he's doing in Ireland. He's releasing authority to change nations. And he's, I always say this, he's raising up people who feel weak, insignificant, nobodies. And I always say this, like me. And Lawrence. (laughs) (laughs) So I just want to pray. So just stay in the spirit. Let's not go into academic mode. Roseanne, have you just get whacked? Father, I ask that you release your government tonight. Lord, even if I don't get to speak, we want to see the heavenly realm released in this nation again. Father, we're not here just for another speaker. Lord, save us from another speaker. Save us from me. Lord, we want to see the real governmental realm of heaven released. We want to see the angelic realm released like we're all taught. Lord, we are sick. We are sick and tired of just hearing stories. We want to see the government of heaven released. We want to see the nation transformed. Lord, release the bet downs, the benches of threes, the sevens across this nation. Lord, release the Sanhedrin in this nation that we once again will have a governmental realm across the land. That Ireland again will be a nation that transforms the earth. The bait then. Please get in the spirit. Get whacked if you have to. I know I can be serious, but never mind that. 
the bet down, I'm talking about government. And we're hearing a lot about the bench of three. And what I'm going to talk about tonight is what is that? How does it work? See, God has started doing this amongst people here in Ireland and Scotland and all over the planet. And we have seen God change things in politics and economics, even the whole referendum thing in Scotland. The nation, things were changed because there's a government in Scotland. Heavenly government. We have learned, other people have learned how to engage in the courts and the, the councils in heaven. And God is beginning to release to a people who are willing how to engage in the heavenlies, how to change policies, how to change economics. Listen, there's darkness coming across the earth. But where? Where there is a bet down, where there is an ecclesia, where the real church is, we can drive back the darkness. But we must be open to what God is doing because what God is building is not what we see in most churches. And I know that that sounds offensive, but Jesus said he was going to build something. He said he was going to build something. I'm not saying I've got the whole picture. I'm not saying any of us have got the whole picture, but at least I see in part something of what God is going to build. The bench of three. And the Bet Din. The Bet Din was like the Jewish court system. The Jewish court system. Every town had a group of ten people who made up what was called the Bet Din. Robert Henderson says, The Bet Din was made up of three, seven, and seventy. The three were the chief justices, if you will. And they each had to have at least 20 years, 21 years of education before they could occupy these seats or thrones of the Bet Din. That speaks of experience. The Bet Din is made of three, seven, and 70. Three judges who had in a community power to administrate justice to a community. Seven who administrated the will of the Bet Din, the three. And the 70 was the Sanhedrin who had the power and authority for a whole region and for a whole nation. God is raising up the three again. And the seven, the three is like local government. The three is like local government. The Wikipedia says, I bet done. <laughs> in ancient times, it was the building block of the legal system in the biblical land of Israel. Today, it is invested with the powers in a number of religious matters. The Jewish Encyclopedia says, it's a rabbinical term, rabbinical term for the courthouse or court. The bet done was a court. You might not know what I'm talking about right now, but this is going to make sense. God had a pattern on earth. In the Old Testament, God told Moses to build according to the pattern. And the pattern was the synagogue system. And in a city, you had ten people. Ten people was made up of two, lots of numbers, three and seven. The three were the judges. The seven were the administrators in a community.
bench of three and the seven, and then the court of seventy-one. And these had all authority. Do you remember Jesus was taken before the Sanhedrin? That was seventy-one. This is going to make sense. It says, for a town to have a synagogue, it required ten men. See, this is about the Old Testament government in a region. And God in these days is raising up the true government of heaven. Tonight in the worship, there was like an ancient sound. And that ancient sound is coming again. It's releasing a frequency in the land because the land is out of frequency with heaven. But that sound is bringing the land back in again to the same frequency of heaven. And it's releasing the ten. But the benches of threes and the sevens, it's local government. But he's going to connect the dots with the threes all over the nation. And he's going to bring a union between the benches of threes in each region. And we must have a culture of love because God wants to bring something greater than the benches of threes. He wants to bring the greater core, which was called the Sanhedrin. The heavenly Sanhedrin was made up of the benches of threes coming together. God is looking for us to die to our own ways so that we come together with people we might not agree with, but so that he can bring his government to Ireland. The three judges were like the local government. The seven were the administrators for the local government. And the 70 was like the high court of the land. Who were these seven the three were the judges, so who were the seven? Because people, are, when they hear about the bet then, they don't know, they think, what is that? That's just Old Testament. The first guy was called the Masoret. He was the guy whose function is to help teach the new believers in the process of conversion. The New Testament version of that, evangelist. The second guy was called the Shiliac, or the Shiliac Zitzbar, can't even say it. He was a messenger. The New Testament version of that was the apostle. This is the seven that make up the ten. The three judges had... They had like authority in a region, but the seven were also part of this government. The third person was called the Majid. He was the prophet. He was the prophet. This is all going to begin to click. Just keep listening, keep being in the spirit. Because God, as I'm speaking, is releasing this to the nation. There's a call going out to the nation, to the different people across the nation, the different benches of threes that God is raising up so that he can bring the ultimate government of the Sanhedrin, the heavenly Sanhedrin. The next three people were pastors, basically. They were like the Jewish social workers. (laughs) 
And the last one was the one who expounded the Torah. He was the teacher in this group of ten. So in Ephesians 4.11, when Paul speaks, he says, And God gave some apostles and some prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. What was he talking about? He was referring back to the model that was already in Israel. It was the synagogue system that had the three and the seven. See, God wants a shadow on earth. He wants something that looks like him on earth so that he can come and dwell. He's not going to come and dwell in something that we build. So what is a heavenly model? What is the bench of three and the seven in heaven? Is there a bench of three and seven in heaven? Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is the bench of three model in heaven. The court system in Israel came from the model of heaven because God told Moses build everything according to the pattern he saw in the mountain. Who are the seven in heaven? Seven spirits of God. The governmental realm of heaven is made up of ten. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Seven spirits of God to administrate what comes out of the bed then of heaven, which is the ecclesia in heaven. Where's the model of this in the New Testament, the bench of three? Matthew 17. And six days after this, Jesus took with him Peter and James and John, his brother, and led them up a high mountain. Have you ever wondered why Jesus only took Peter, James, and John aside sometimes? Why three? Why did he take Peter, James, and John aside? Because Jesus knew the model from heaven. He knew about the bet then. He was calling him up the mountain into the governmental realm. I'm talking about this because God is releasing it in this nation. I've had this message for a while. I've done this message this past few weeks, but it's been in my spirit for a long time, and I've never been able to speak about it. But I know God is releasing it here in Ireland. He wants to release shortwaves to the nations about the government. There's a reformation on. Do you know Melchizedek has come and he's released a scroll, and it's about reformation to bring this to the earth. And six days after this, Jesus took with him Peter, James, and John, the three, and led them up a high mountain by themselves. See, this is going to be, listen to the scripture, this is the model of what God's releasing on the earth, the hubs on the earth. And his appearance underwent a change in the presence. And his face shone clear and bright like the sun, and his clothing became white as light. And behold, now listen to this. There appeared to them Moses and Elijah, who kept talking with him. 
Peter, James, and John, the earthly bench of three. Moses, Elijah, and Jesus, the heavenly bench of three. And Peter began to speak and said, Jesus, Lord, it is good and delightful that we hear. If you approve, I will put three booths here, one for you and one for Moses and one for Elijah. Benches of three, where is it in the book of Acts? I'll tell you. Galatians 2.9 In fact, James... Peter and John, who were known as the pillars of the church, recognized the gift of God had given me and accepted Barnabas and me as their co-workers. Peter, James, it was a different James, by the way. It was a different James, so there was something about that model of three, and they were the pillars of the church in Jerusalem, and Paul recognized them, saying, Peter, James, and John, the pillars So what about the seven? I'll tell you. Acts 6. But as the believers rapidly multiplied, there were rumblings of discontent. The Greek-speaking believers complained about the Hebrew-speaking believers, saying that their widows were being discriminated against in the daily distribution of food. So... So, the twelve called a meeting of all the believers. They said, we apostles should not spend our time teaching the word of God. Not, we should spend our time teaching the word of God, actually. And not running a food program. And so, brothers, select seven men who are well respected and are full of spirit, of the spirit and wisdom. The seven good men, that was the title that was a title the seven men had in the synagogue. Seven good men. Peter said, find us seven good men. Why seven? Because they knew about the model of the synagogue. Right, here's another one. Acts 21.8. It says, the next day we who were with Paul... We were Paul's companions departed and arrived at Caesarea and entered the house of Philip the Evangelist, who was one of the seven, and stayed with him. And do you realize one of the ten was called the angel of the house? Find the seven good men. Paul said that Stephen... Or Philip was one of the seven. The Peter, James, and John were the pillars of the church. Peter, James, and John, the other James, was taking up a mountain. You had three, you had seven, you had ten. You had the bench of three in heaven, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You have the seven spirits of God. God is releasing his government, and that is the true government of heaven based on the order of Melchizedek which is king and priest in heaven but apostle and prophet on the earth and the apostle and prophet are part of the bench of three and the seven. Acts 
as I said, one of the one of the titles was the angel of the house. Who does John write to in the book of Revelation? Who was he referring to? One of the leaders in the ten. This is not just theory. God is releasing the true government. And there is a set model because we have to build everything again according to the pattern. See, that's where we've went wrong. We have been building what we think God wants. We've been building ministries. We've been building what we think will change Ireland. It won't. He says, I will build it. He wants to build it according to the pattern, according to the three, according to the seven. Ten. The bet done. The bench of three. God is releasing it again and he's releasing it here. But he must have the different bet dens coming together because it's the whole bet dens coming together across a nation that ultimately will see the Sanhedrin. I don't know exactly how that works, but the Sanhedrin on earth is based on the Sanhedrin in heaven. But ultimately the bet dens together coming together with what will release the fullness of the government. That's why we need love. That's why we need simple things like forgiveness. That's why we need to just get on with each other. It's so basic. See, God started releasing us into this, and I'm only telling you this story as an example of how practically this has happened for us, me and Abby and Lorna and Scotland and Yvonne, who's part of the seven. This is how it works practically, right? The three of us, apostle, prophet, if you like, but we don't have titles, but I'm just giving you that so that you understand what I mean. God, first of all, spoke through Lorna, who's part of the bench of three, right? Because people are asking all over the planet, how does this work? How does this work practically? Because there's a lot of issues. How does it work? See, Jesus said, that his church would be built upon the foundation of apostles and prophets. What does that mean? Well, in the bench of three, God will speak. And Lorna has a vision. And this is to do with Scotland. See, God releases a blueprint through the bench of three. And then it's our job to administrate that to the earth, to go into the, the courtrooms. So she had a word and she saw something to do with what is called the Statutes of Iona. And none of us really knew what that meant. But what it was, it was legislation that was released in 1609 in Scotland. And basically, the Statutes of Iona was legislation that it was discrimination against Catholics in our nation. And I'm going to read some things about what it was. Because she saw it, right? That's where it began. That's the blueprint coming down to the bench of three, right? So the statutes of Iona, we went on a search to see what what that was. And the statutes of Iona, right, it passed in Scotland in 1609, 
and it required that a Highland Scottish clan chief send their heirs to Lowland Scotland to be educated in English-speaking schools. They took the first, the eldest of the family who was Catholic, away from their family and sent them to the south to be taught by the Protestants. Right? Among the provisions of the statutes were the outlawing of beggars, the prohibition of traditional hospitality, um, the outlawing of bards and other bearers of the traditional culture. So basically they outlawed traditional Scottish culture. They took people out of their families to take them down south. It basically, what it did, it suppressed Scottish culture at its very root, its very heart. We never knew anything about it. So part of the, what the government is doing, God is releasing blueprints to release nations into life again. And we're just amateurs. But God spoke through Lorna and gave this dream. So then we took it to the court. Benja three working together. Lorna saw it first. And me, if you like, as a senior person, the three of us went together. I went into the court and administrated it. What do you mean by that? We took this on. Just law, sectarianism, into the court. It's just a government that's coming. And it's really just aligning with heaven. So we took it into the court. And we asked that God would judge sectarianism in Scotland. This unjust law that we never knew anything about. And I asked at the time for a sign that it really had happened in the court. And in my hometown, down the south of Scotland, they began to put Gaelic signs up. My town, underneath it, is the name of my town in Gaelic. And it's all across the south of Scotland now. It was never like that. That was a sign that God was releasing again the Scottish heart and culture. And it had been bound up since 1609. It had been bound up, we knew nothing about it, but God had found a government on earth who he could come and release his will again into the nation. And suddenly Scotland began to arise. As we judged, we asked God to judge sectarianism. Who's heard of Glasgow Rangers? <laughs> we never did this, by the way. Shortly after that, Glasgow Rangers, who are well known for sectarianism, went bankrupt. And this is not to say that Celtic's not guilty. <laughs> but God was dealing with one thing at a time. And God was releasing justice. And as a sign, Glasgow Rangers went bankrupt. And also, they were relegated to the lowest league in Scotland. Then we began to see unicorns, strangely enough, in our wee group. And that was like the symbol of Scotland. If you look in your passport, Scotland's symbol is the unicorn. And it was not long after that, when that was released from Iona, suddenly the referendum thing came into the equation. 
And suddenly Scotland began to come alive again because the traditional culture was released from the nation. The heart was released against something that was unlocked. Something had been locked since 1609. It was suddenly unlocked and suddenly the unicorn awoke, the nation awoke. All because we heard Lorna, heard it first. And then I went to Iona. Physically. And when I was in Iona... Abby phoned me. See, I'm talking about how the bench of three works practically. Abby phoned me. And she had just been caught up. And when Abby says she's caught up, it's not just a wee picture. It's not just a wee thing she imagined. Abby was caught up into some council meeting in heaven, and she heard them say that it was not God's will for Scotland to be independent. See, we have to die to our wills, because me as a Scotsman might say we want independence, but it's not my will, it's his will. The government must be about his will. In Ireland, it's not about what we think it should be. It's about what is his will. What is God's original design for Ireland? So Abby heard clearly it's not God's will. So up until the referendum, I knew God's will for certain. And I prayed for a whole week for about 10 in the morning to 10 at night, going into the courtroom, sometimes repenting about things, sometimes just standing there because the, everybody who was wanting independence for their, their, what they were wanting was really good because they just wanted justice, they wanted fairness for the poor, they wanted us not to be involved with illegal wars, and that was all good. But then I went into the court and said, yes, Lord, but why does that cry for justice need to end at the borders of Scotland? Why can't that cry go across the whole nation? Why can't you release a voice? Why can't you release a voice into the Westminster from Scotland? Not separate from England, but release a voice. Why do you think there's so many SNP now in Westminster? Listen, I know we've still to be part of the United Kingdom, and I know that a lot of what the SNP believes, I definitely do not believe, but God will use anybody to release his voice. Even Alex Salmon said the lion has awoke. Practically, this is how it works. God spoke through someone, Warner, who if you want to call a prophet, we don't use labels, but if you want to call that the prophet in the bench of three, then we knew it was all about taking this, in the, this into the court about 1609, Iona. Then God released something in the nation, the nation awoke. Then Abby knew that we were not to be independent. She held it in the councils in heaven. Then I could stand in the court with confidence. Lord, you said we were not to be independent. Everybody thought we were going to be. But there is a government rising in the earth that can change things. And God wants to release a bench of three here. And benches of threes across the nation. Is this making sense? What about Ireland?
just want to read something from it's a Catholic news, news agency. And then, right, oh, on June the 9th, the Catholic Church commemorates the 6th century Irish monk and missionary St. Columba of Iona, also known as St. Columcile, one of Ireland's three patron saints, together with St. Patrick and St. Bridget. There has been a historical venture three in this nation's DNA. St. Columba, St. Patrick, St. Bridget. St. Patrick's grave says, according to tradition, the remains of St. Patrick with those of St. Bridget and St. Columba, who is also known as Columcell, were re-entered in this site by John de Curie in the 12th century, thus fulfilling the prophecy that the three saints would be buried in the same place. <laughs> Historical Bencher Three who released something that changed the nations. Was there other guys? Of course there was, but there was something about these three. There was a prophecy given somehow. I don't know if they're buried there or not, but somehow in the spirit they were a bench of three. Heavenly bench of three. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, seven spirits of God. Peter, James, and John taken aside by Jesus up the mountain and meeting the heavenly bench of three. Elijah, Moses, and Jesus. And God wants to release even beyond that to the Sanhedrin. I've not got too much more. But I know that God is releasing even just the revelation is like seed. It's like seed. This stuff is there. It's there, but it's been hidden. Even when Paul says, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, he's referring to the synagogue system. Apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastors, and teachers. But there was three pastors that makes up the seven. And it goes beyond us to the Sanhedrin. As I say, the benches are threes. Across a nation. And out of that, somehow God will have 70 representatives. The Sanhedrin was the court of 71 judges at the time of the Second Temple, and it had practically unlimited judicial, legislative, and administrative powers. The Sanhedrin had all unlimited powers. It was them who you had to go to if you were going to sentence a death penalty on somebody. That's why Jesus had to go before the Sanhedrin. That's why Stephen had to go before the Sanhedrin. But how will that look when it's redeemed into the heavenly model of us beginning to take our places across the land? Part of a Sanhedrin across the region, across the nation. 
listen to this. This is the model of it. The origin of the Sanhedrin can be found in the council of the 70 elders founded by Moses. This is where it began. Numbers 11, 16 to 17. It says, The Lord said to Moses, Bring me 70 of Israel's elders who are known to you as leaders and officials among the people. Have them come to the tent of meeting, that they may stand there with you, and I will come down and speak with you there, and I will take some of the power of the Spirit that's on you and put it on them. Then they will share the burden of the people with you so that you will not have to carry it alone. 70 taken up to heaven. 70 leaders in the Old Testament taken up to heaven. How will that look in the New Testament? Is it supposed to be that we just have meetings, council meetings, earthly meetings where we decide church issues? Or are we supposed to have a 70 in a nation that can be taken up the mountain into the heavenlies? Seventy, right? It was seventy-one altogether because there was seventy plus the high priest. Where is that in the New Testament? <laughs> Luke ten. After these things, what's this? Is quite a long scripture, but you need to read it all to get the point. After these things, the Lord appointed seventy others. Also, do we think that was just a random number? Jesus went 70, oh, I don't know, 70. 70 plus one, the high priest. Who was the high priest? What was Jesus doing? I'll keep reading. Or I'll just start shouting. (laughs) After these things, the Lord appointed 70 others. Some versions say 72, but most people who know about the Sanhedrin believe that it was definitely 70 because if you're like going back to first mention, where this is first mention, it was 70 people that God chose to go up into the heavenlies. Let me read this. He sent them out two by two before his face into every city and place where he himself was about to go. Did you get that? God sent out 70 to each region to where he was about to go. God, what was he doing? What was he doing? 70 was the number of the Sanhedrin. Jesus was establishing government in regions. And he said to them, the kingdom of God has come near to you. Jesus was saying, I'm sending out the Sanhedrin and tell them when you arrive in that region that the kingdom of God has come. What is the kingdom of God? It's the government of heaven. Jesus sent the 70 and he said, send them to the place where I am going to come. Could it be we're looking for just visitation, for even just revival? 
Could it be that God is looking for benches of trees across the nation and somehow he sovereignly chooses people who make up the 70 and sends us to regions where he is going to come? Why did he choose 70? It was not random. He himself was a rabbi, a Jewish rabbi. He himself was the one who called Moses up the mountain. And he says, choose 70 and he sent them out. And says, send them. I'm sending them to the place where I am about to come. Just got one more scripture. And this scripture makes a bit, it's a bit different now, now that we understand. It's Ephesians 2, 19 to 22. It says, consequently, you're no longer foreigners and strangers but fellow citizens with God's people and also members of the household, built on the foundation of apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. Apostle, prophet, Christ, bench of free. And him, the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in him too, you have been built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit, God's latter house has been built upon the foundation, and I, I dare to say this, upon the foundation of the bet din and Christ himself. Because it's the heavenly model where we are kings and priests in heaven, but on earth, apostle, prophet, and the foundation of the house that God is building is upon apostle, prophet, and Christ himself. And in this house, he's coming to dwell. And in this place, he's coming to dwell. And he's coming to release his government. But it starts with the three, the bench of three people who are part, who are willing to say yes, people who are willing to say, Lord, I don't understand it, but teach us. Jesus said, I will build my ecclesia. That was the Greek word he used for church. The ecclesia was the Greek legislator. He was saying, I will build my government. I will build my bet din. I will build the Sanhedrin. I will build the legislator with people who know how to release from heaven to earth. Because then he said to Peter, Peter, you have the keys. And whatever is released from heaven will be loosed on earth. He didn't say, I'm going to build a building, a building program. He didn't say, I'm going to build Sunday church. He said, I'm building the ecclesia, the bet din. And it starts with us being part of something that he is releasing on earth so that we can release justice. What would happen? Is there a place? 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 Is there a place under heaven? Is there a place? Is there a people? Is there people here in Ireland? Is there a place? Is there people? And God is sovereignly choosing people to be part of this. It's not about ability, it's about our heart. It's about us saying, yes, Lord, we want to be part of the government. We want to see our nation changed. Darkness is covering the earth, but where there's bet dens and ecclesias, we can see habitation come because God will build a house built upon a foundation. He will build his ecclesia. He will raise us up and we will function in the heavenly courts.
if he can use amateurs like me and Abby and Lorna, he can really use anybody. The bed in, the ten, the three. Ireland, it's your day. Ireland, your time has come. Ireland, it's time for you to embrace the government. Benches of three. Lord, I just decree it that they will begin to arise across the nation. Benches of three. Let's just stand and welcome that in. Let's begin to decree that God releases the government across the nation. And when I say apostles and prophets and apostolic and words like that, I am definitely not talking about anything we've seen before. It's not what we've seen. It's not networking. It's not us trying to build something. It's about him building something. It's a new order. It's the order of Melchizedek where we are kings and priests in heaven releasing it on the earth. Lord, I ask that you begin to move in Ireland, not just a move of the Spirit, but a building of the Spirit. A building of the Spirit. God, I ask that you visit people here and call them, sovereignly call them to be part of the governmental realm of heaven and release a spirit of love. Release union, Lord, between us, between you, us and you and you and us, and we and each other. Lord, you will not be hindered. You will not be hindered. You will build, Lord. And we choose to humble ourselves and say, Lord, we will love. We will be in union with each other. And God, I ask you something lands here tonight. Let that foundation be laid. Let that foundation be laid. Lord, you've already had a bench of three, Lord God, in this nation. St. Patrick, St. Columbus, St. Bridget, you've already had a historical bench of three. Lord, may this be an age of the saints again. Just in a quiet way, just say to the Lord, Lord, here I am. Send me.